Hello, everybody, and welcome to Filterless, the podcast where we talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about, however the fuck we want to talk about it. Ace, what are you doing? Huh? You're distracting me. What? <laughs> what? What am I doing? He's dancing to the intro. Anyways, um, I'm playing to my I head, am your though. host. I am your host. <laughs> I'm your host, Cat or Doctor Catatonic, if you're come from YouTube, and I'm joined as always by my lovely co-host, Ace of Shame. Okay. That's how And for today's guest episode, we are joined. I don't know where he's located on the screen, but he's located on this side for me. Um, we're joined by my friend Maxime Basuda. How's it going? Yeah, it's a fucking gay guy over there. I don't know where I'm pointing. I really hope You're I didn't. I really at me, hope for comedic way, purposes. It, it I po- <laughs> Is he down there? Yeah, he's below. Down you. there. He's down here. Shit. I'll shoot myself in the nuts, I swear. <laughs> Anyways, um this episode has already gone on for too long and we just started the episode. Mhm. Yeah. <laughs> Today we're talking about work stories before all that goes down. Um how's everyone doing today? <laughs> this this entire pre-moment before we start recording has made my day. Yeah, it, it was a, it was uh, a Okay, slow day I'm going to keep that, 100 with you guys. You guys will eventually get this as contact, uh, content somehow in some way. But for the past 30 minutes, it was just 30 minutes of watch Cat suffer because none of his shit is working. Yeah, it, it was constant breakdown after breakdown, and it's been amazing. I'm going to throw that shit I cried. <laughs> I cried before this recording. Also probably, what, 10 minutes of me bullying you? At least. That yeah. too. But anyways, we're talking about work stories, so get ready to shed some more tears. Um, but before that, you guys ready for a disturbing fun fact? Always. Yeah. God, your head is so I round. I shit myself. <laughs> My head is round. So um, I'm going to be honest, I had a fun fact, and then I fucking forgot it because of the pain and suffering that um, I endured to get to this point in time. I'm so, sorry. um, kill yourself. I wish. I need to look for it again. Disturbing facts. This is what we do, listeners, to get our, our fun facts. Here's a disturbing fun fact for you guys. Crocodiles can gallop. Hmm. They are fast motherfuckers. Isn't that only in a straight line, though? How do they gallop? They ain't got no knees. They do have knees, but uh, somehow. You're thinking of alligators. But yeah, crocodiles can gallop. 20 miles an hour. Something like that. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're, like, they're fast, fast. Like, outrun Usain Bolt levels of fast. Wow. Alligators? Or crocodiles? Crocodiles, mm-hmm. yeah. Same thing realistically racist but yeah no just florida (laughs) i see them every day (laughs) i see them all the time so bringing a gun to this recording by the way everyone this is a prop gun it just doesn't have an orange tip on it yet because i haven't painted it on this is a project i've been working on 
It's so stretched. <laughs> yeah, it's... Who could fucking tell if it even is a gun at this point? <laughs> even... At this oh, point, even the camera I want to try something. I want to try something. Now is not the time to experiment. He leaves for oh, the third time. Oh, you can't see it! Anyways, work stories. Um... You motherfucker! Ace, I nominate you to go first. Oh, fuck. Why me? Sacrifice. <laughs> I, I can tell you the exact reason why. It's because I didn't have the outline open and I forgot my first story title. <laughs> uh, it's fine. <laughs> so, my first story is called Don't Take the Forklift into the Fridge. Uh-oh. <laughs> that's, that's foreboding. Yeah... It wasn't me. I could say that first. This was not me. I was smart enough to know not to take the fucking forklift into the fridge. But, you uh, would think that's common sense. Yeah, you really would. Uh, but for those who don't know, I work in a grocery store. And I used to work the uh, graveyard shift, the overnight shift. And I did that for like two years. So this was probably like my second or third month working there. That uh, the person who worked... In the dairy department, because they the way they have my store separated out is you've got people who work overnight in dairy, grocery, and meat. And all of them have to come together at a certain point in the night to pull a truck that shows up with all the refrigerated stuff in it. And it sucks. It sucks ass. I, ha I hate it every time I had to do it. But the girl who was currently working the dairy department that night... Oh, uh, girl. Yeah. <laughs> It's not her fault for being a girl. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, a woman moment. She now was didn't... it just the like back of the store, or, or was it was there people in the front of the store too? Is it like a twenty four hour store? We were initially twenty four hours at this time, so there were still people up front, but maybe like one or two. Okay, because I remember my store closed at uh, ten o'clock at night uh, when I was back working uh, major retail chains. Yeah, we're we're kind of we're we're to that now where we close at twelve, but we used okay. to be a twenty four hour store, so we'd have someone watching the U scans up front, and then everyone else is just doing their own thing. There was a lot of theft. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, well, what would you expect? Yeah, big retail always has that problem. Huge. You'd be surprised how bad it is. <laughs> Well, the but, worst thing is you can't you can't say anything about it either. You can't like no, ask no. them to come back in. You just have to watch them walk out with all the stuff, and it's like, oh, oh, oh well. You can take pictures, but that's it. And it's not going to do anything because the cops don't even care. No, they don't. You're working for a billion dollar company. A couple dollars in shrinkage doesn't matter. They don't care unless there was an injury. As a they result. don't care unless it was over like X amount of money, if I remember correctly. I think California has a law where you're not allowed to press charges against someone stealing from your company unless it's over like X thousand amount of dollars. You're not allowed 950? to put, You're not allowed to make it a felony. Yeah. No, no. I, I, if I remember correctly, I could be very wrong because I took Florida law, not California law. But like you can't like arrest them for it. Huh. I didn't know that if part. it's over X, if it unless it's over X amount of money, you can't arrest them for it. Yeah, I think it's just a fine. Oh wow, that yeah. sucks. Oh, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, she. I uh, mean, I work in a nursing home kitchen, so like, <laughs> no one's gonna steal from you. I think you're safe. <laughs> oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I uh, I've uh, volunteered at the place he now works for, and it is uh. It's no, not even the not residents stealing. The, the residents no. aren't stealing. No, it's the employees. Well, yeah. Re- we bought. Where are the residents a, gonna uh, go? Back to their rooms. I mean, I mean no, we we got our. I'm gonna. That's fair. Because we're on the topic of stealing, I'll throw this in, and we'll get back to your story. But we got a truck, and on the truck came in like a case of oatmeal cream pies and it's like a bunch of oatmeal cream pies by the end of the day there was two boxes missing because someone put them in their bag and walked out with them of course so i will say uh, right before we go back i yeah yeah when i did volunteer there the residents uh they would steal uh some like the board games especially the dominoes there was one resident uh i'm not sure if she's still there so i'm not gonna say her name but Uh she would take dominoes uh from like the game room that were marked as the property of that uh, establishment and take them back to her room and say that her son gave them to her uh, and that they were hers <laughs> and would refuse to give them back. God damn. And that happened like five different times in the span of like the three months I was there. So, Oh, did you work in the kitchen as well? Or were you uh, more hands-on? No, I was, I was like 13, 14 at the time. Mm-hmm. So, because uh, I went back there over a couple of years, uh, just for oh. some hours for bright features in the summer. Oh, okay. Uh, I okay. Yeah. So I was just volunteering there. So I wasn't actually able to like directly work with the residents' rooms or their food or anything like that. So I was just assisting with activities, cleaning tables, mopping floors. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, I get that. Stuff. So you're who we need really bad right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just unpaid servant. Find the yeah. children. Yeah. Well, the reason why that's okay is because at the – I'm not going to – I don't know if I've name leaked my place of, like, don't. business, but I won't do don't. it. Yeah. I won't do it. But the way our corporate works is you have X amount of money to pay your people. So there's a budget on the payroll. Long story short, my manager isn't legal – isn't – paid the same as the other managers like he's not on the same payroll because he's not technically a manager because they don't have the money in the budget for him to be a manager and a cook ouch because we can't as the kitchen staff we can't have more than two people on the schedule at a time so that's our server and our cook and that's it so he has to be a manager and a cook yeah no (laughs) (laughs) yeah but uh anyway these trucks were huge, and they uh, they usually were segmented into the three different departments of produce, meat, dairy. So the dairy cooler was, like, right there on the dock. You could literally take it from there into the cooler. But mm-hmm. uh, you just had to shove it in there for now while everyone else was getting their stuff. And then you would have to pull it back out in order to downstack it with these forklift things. So mm-hmm. she like, decided... Uh, first in, first out. She wanted to cut out the middleman and downstack it within the the cooler. <laughs> oh no. Maybe that's not five oh, minutes God. later I hear uh that cut out, that was funny. It was a sprinkler. She hit the sprinkler head in the cooler. Oh, oh no. no. And then she busted now, it off. Okay. Was it a like a cooler? Or was it a freezer? It's a cooler. It wasn't a freezer. You don't oh, put, okay. Yeah, it was a dairy okay, cooler. Okay, that could have been far worse. Oh, if it was a freezer, she would have been in danger. Yeah. 
But no, it was even a, a cooler. Well, no. I uh, have you worked retail, cat? No. He's oh only... yeah. So trust me, those coolers are well, the freezers. Uh, they're kept cold enough to where if that sprinkler was going off, that water would freeze almost immediately. Yeah. So oh, it would well, be I don't doubt it. Dangerous situation to be in. It happened. I, I meant like the cooler itself would be dangerous too. Hypothermia sets in quickly. Oh yeah. I've I've worked in kitchens my entire life. I've been inside of a freezer and I've been inside of a cooler. It's no fucking joke. Well, that's not the real danger because uh, they're really easy to get out of, unless yeah, of course the water freezes on the door. <laughs> but they all have internal Anyways. door handles and stuff. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so she was fired, and that's how I became the overnight dairy stalker for two years. <laughs> 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 they just like look at you and go, Ace, you want a job? <laughs> I already have a job. You want another one? You want a cold job? No. I'm no. so glad you said yes. <laughs> uh, the freezers are the best. Uh, I don't think this was one of my stories. It was one of my backup stories. But I, I will say they're the best place to go uh, and work at. Because if you want to take a break, management doesn't go in the coolers or freezers. Because they're just too cold for them. So if you just chill in the back of the cooler, uh, you can chill there on your phone for like 30 minutes and nobody will bother you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, at Hardee's, they used to do, like, fight clubs in the fucking freezer, in the fridge. <laughs> They'd, like, wrestle each other in the fridge. And then, um, I think, I think, honestly, it was me. I'm like, because I got sick of being literally the only person in the store. Keep in mind, I wasn't trained for upfront. I was strictly grill guy. I was making sandwiches, making them, cooking the meat, like, doing the vegetables and stuff. I was strictly that. And then this is back when I worked nights because then I moved to morning shift and everything got a little easier. But I think I went to my boss. I'm like, I'm honestly sick of being the only person working because everyone goes off to fuck around in the fridge and wrestle each other. And then they got in trouble. Oh, you were the snitch. I mean, I know, right? It happened. It happened for a year. And then I just got sick of being the only person working for a year fucking so no you're good see our freezer was like uh probably 20 25 meters deep so you could go pretty deep in there and uh, it was a big just bring a parka that it wouldn't matter oh it wasn't that cold to wear like your usual work uniform because we had uniforms uh but if you even if you were wearing short sleeves after like maybe five minutes it just didn't feel cold yeah you just get used to it yeah. That's how I got in uh, with the dairy coolers. I'd get in and my hands were cold for the first, like, 10, 15 minutes. But after a while, you're just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever. This is life. Yeah. Uh, who wants to go next? Uh, why don't you go ahead and go I'll next, Cat? I'll go next. But I wanted to add so, on one going more thing from... about coolers. I had a coworker, and that's where he would smoke his vape and drink airplane minis before work. <laughs> that is That is not the place to do it. um so going from one extreme of cold let's go into the opposite direction my first story is titled fire god damn more fire with you okay so this one wasn't my fault okay so this one wasn't my fault this one wasn't my fault i don't believe you okay so there's two stories there's two (laughs) stories and one of them is my fault (laughs) so we'll start with the first story because that's kind of funnier and it like i said it is my fault and i didn't get fired for this surprisingly um so at hardy's 
you have to drain the vats like midway through the day. Vats of what? Uh, not midway through the day. Probably oil. Oil for frying. Oh. Yeah. Y'all don't actually do it though, do you? you um. Yes. Well. Okay. So you filter it, and then I think it's once every five days you change the oil out. Ah, uh, there we. They are. were very. So you'd filter it until it was clear again, and then every five days you would change the oil out entirely. And one day I was changing the oil out because I was kind of the expendable person. Like I was literally only on the schedule because I would like run around and do a bunch of stuff, like cleaning stuff. Um, if they needed me, I'd come in and throw sandwiches in. I was doing the fryers. I was doing the grill when our backroom person didn't want to do his job, blah, blah, blah. And one day I was doing the fryers and I obviously like everyone could tell, Hey, cat's not in it today. He is zoning out. He's not doing too hot. We're going to have him do the fryers anyways. So to do the, to do the fryers, to like drain him, you drain him into this dolly. And then you drag the dolly all the way to the back of the store where you plug it into something and um, something. from plugging it in from plugging it in, you you push a button and it drains the oil into this like big tanker that's like well over how tall I am. And um, well, a lot of things are taller than me, but that's besides the point. I digress. Uh, <laughs> I was kind of zoning out watching the oil drain and then (laughs) it's really loud so I can't hear anything but I'm watching the oil drain and then I come to unplug the thing bring it back up and there's just smoke all over the place I'm like what the fuck happened and then my friend Rack was like pissed at me he's like dude you walked away from the fryer and the fryer box that's filled with the oil fell into the fryer and you turned it on before letting the oil cover the burner so it lit the box on fire. Oh my god, cat. Oh no. And he like Wait, you just said it wasn't hurled... your fault. You just said this wasn't no. your fault. No, no, no. You no, I said the first bomb. story. No, I said the first story was my fault. Okay. No, you said the, the second story is not my fault. I meant the first, whatever. This one was my fault. I take full responsibility for this. Yeah. Long story short, the reason, one of the reasons why I'm like, hey, something's wrong is I saw the box of oil in the sink charred. I'm like, dude, what happened? Did the box catch on fire? And he explained it to me. I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. He goes, did you not hear me like yelling your name? I'm like, I'm going to be honest. I couldn't hear shit. Oh, my God. And they're like, well, no crap. I was yelling your name. <laughs> But yeah, that one was a hundred percent my fault. Cat um, has the second his one's hand rocking to lucid dreams. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those days, dude. It was one of those days. I was not uh, in yeah. a great headspace. Working in fucking fast food. They also didn't like the fact that like headphones were a thing, so Oh, they f- management hates headphones, but I tell them to suck it. Yeah. Oh uh, see, I aren't, have um aren't you I management? Hmm? You you work retail and you have control over the speakers. You can listen to whatever the fuck you want. No, I. Okay. That's, they don't they don't let me have control over that. What I do have is I have a uh, uh, glasses and they're made by Razer. Oh shit! I uh, totally just gonna promote Razer here, but these are amazing. Uh, they're called uh, Razer Anzu, uh, and what they are is they're glasses that filter out blue light, uh, which you can put prescription lenses in them if you want. I'm not blind like cat, so I don't have to worry about that. 
Dude, but... there's two blind people in this fucking call, and you single me out? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, anyways, uh, they have headphones in them, so I listen to podcasts and stuff while I'm at work. Because there'll be like two, three hours where there's podcast. nobody in the store, because it's a really small store. You don't listen uh, to my so podcast. Two, three hours, I'll just <laughs> listen to podcasts on like tanks and planes and stuff. Every now and then I'll pop in a filterless episode to catch up. Yeah, I, I, I do like the podcast. Leave so a I, review. I will, I will pop it in. Okay, <laughs> fine. I, you know what? You might you might just bully me into leaving one one of these days. <laughs> um, but no, so the those second dope, story, though. this one's 100. Yeah, those are pretty cool. Um, the second story is 100% not my fault. This was just simply the fact that the fryers were never, like, cleaned properly on the inside. Like, the inside of the fryer was clean. But, like, the mechanics, like, under the fryer vat, like, all of that wasn't ever cleaned properly. So there there became, like, a constant oil drip in the back, like, under the fryer. And it puddled up next to the burner. And, um... I'll just get to like the story part. That that's what happened. It puddled up next to the burner. I'm walking in from taking the trash out, and the person in the back. I'm not gonna name drop him, but he's just like really tall. When I say big, I don't mean fat. I mean like this guy could step on me, like big guy. And um, he he looked at me and he went, "Cat, you gotta go." And I go, "Why?" He go. He points to the fryer, and there's just a single flame just erupting from the top of the fryer. Oh, no. And he goes, oh, this no. place is going down. I'm like, dude, it's not going down. And then I turned to one of the people <laughs> who I don't really down. talk to. <laughs> yeah. So I, I turned to this person that I don't really talk to because I don't like him. And I go, dude, the fryer's on fire. What do we do? I kid you not. Th- this guy was a problem. He goes, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> And I go, what the fuck you mean? Don't worry about it. He goes, this type of shit happens all the time. I'm like, no, it doesn't. (laughs) So I I go to, I go to my, my manager. I go to my boss. I'm like, dude, the fryer's on fire. So he gets like the fire extinguisher and puts it out. Meanwhile, the guy who said, don't worry about it. Or Ken will fix it. He said something along the lines of that was still making sandwiches while his feet were being flooded. What a tr- by fire extinguisher stuff. What a trooper. <laughs> no, not what a trooper. Those sandwiches had fire extinguisher chemicals in it. Oh, God. I mean, hey, that sounds like a good sandwich to me. <laughs> that guy's like, mm, miss me with that poison. Gay <laughs> what gay shit? Like the law? Yeah, really. <laughs> I feel like that's what ate you at, that's what you uh, ate at birth. That would explain a lot. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that, that, that was... <laughs> that's what the that's what the story I actually had planned was where this dude I kid you not looked at it and basically went nah I can't do anything about it <laughs> not my problem anyways uh, Max Max onto you uh, yeah so so my story is titled what a nice dog which oh, is how it boy. all started. is I here for this one was I here uh, for this yeah, one yeah yeah this is this is the one <laughs> that you were there for so uh, I'm. I work in a in a local mall, so I'm, you know, doing the work in the mall, and sometimes people bring their pets to the mall, and usually this isn't an issue, because they're almost always service animals, so I always like to stop, ask if I can pet the dog, you know, if it's working or not, because my work doesn't really care, we're not that busy anyways, and I'm a dog person, so 
I love to stop and pet the dog. So this dog walks in, and what was it? Probably like a like a husky mix or something. I'd say. Yeah. No, it wasn't a mix. It was a purebred husky. Yeah. It it was probably maybe like a year old. It was not fully grown yet. Yeah, it was a pure it was a purebred husky because I, I heard him talking to one of the other customers in the store. Okay. And the guy was like, "Oh yeah, I have a husky too." And the dude was asking, "Well, is he purebred?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, he's purebred." He's like, "Are they fixed?" Because he was trying to get his dog. Oh to, yeah, that's know. I okay. I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it was it's a purebred it's a husky. Purebred husky, and it's it's still young. But I'm like, oh, that's a really good looking dog. But I'm not gonna go stop to very it, pretty I'm dog to cat right now. Uh, it it was like blonde it was a very very pretty husky oh yeah just beautiful but i made a remark i'm like oh that's such a pretty dog like that's an awesome no dog. no his exact words were <gasps> doggy <laughs> i kid you yeah. not i am dead serious look i love dogs okay i i may be that's super fine. serious yeah. at times but like when a dog comes out i go back to my inner child because i love <laughs> fluffy dogs like fluffy dog yeah like, anyways story oh, my yeah. favorite dog's a pomsky um, ew Anyways. What? It's fluffy. <laughs> yeah, but it's not big enough. What's the size I'm matter? Sure it's still a dog. It's gotta be big Anyways. Enough, but back to the story. So, me and Kat are standing there talking. Uh, and we're up at the front of the store. And so, up at the front of the store, we have, like, a display. Uh, and it's a, uh... It's like a military clothing apparel store. And it's trying to go yeah, it was like, like that, on a that milk... World War II vibe. Uh, yeah, it was like so... on like one of those wooden milk crate things. Yeah, so there were huh. some wooden crates uh, that we were just standing near. Uh, and this dog walks over while the owner is paying zero attention, lifts up its leg, and begins to pee all over this crate in the display. Oh, no. Like, the... in front of the entire store. Oh, the funniest, no. the funniest part, the funniest part is the guy walks into the store and goes, "Well, this is a really nice store," and he's looking around as his dog is yeah. pissing on the display. <laughs> yeah, like, well, no, it wasn't as it was. Um, I no, he probably... he said it twice. Oh, did he really? Yeah, he said it when he walked in, and then he said it to your boss as he was walking out. Yeah, I was gonna say because like after like ten minutes, he he walked around the store. Uh, he was on his way out and he was talking to my manager and he was like, oh, this is such a nice store. This is such a good looking store. And by this point, I'm like staring down my manager, trying to get his attention to be like, hey, we didn't have a procedure for guy. this. What do we do if a dog pees all over the store? And okay. I'm like, we so, got to get this dog out of here. What's the code what I remember, for that? What I remember is Max and I were standing at the front. We see it happen, and then Max goes, hold on, I need to go get my manager about this. Yeah. So he goes to get the manager. Manager kind of just says, correct me if I'm wrong, but what I saw is move the crate, clean it up, whatever. And um, just so don't they say do that. Yeah. And then the dude says to the manager, who is, this is the first time I've seen this guy. He goes, you have a really nice store. The manager is glaring daggers into this guy's soul. He is pissed and you can see it all over his face well because we, and well, i don't we know were looking for it he does a very good job of like having that customer service face of if you've worked yeah. customer service you can tell like he is very unhappy but if you did not work customer service you would have no idea yeah but yeah but, we're just all like glaring daggers at this dude and this dog uh, as he just walks out 
and pays no mind to the fact that his dog just peed the all fucking over the floor. Insult to injury there. It was like, oh, you have such a yeah. nice store. It's like, yeah, I did before your dog pissed all over it. <laughs> and uh, I have another yeah. story that uh, will be related to this one later, I think. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, I do. Okay. So uh, here's so, my, my next story. Is hey, is that blood or ketchup? That's never a good question. Oh, no. Especially not when you work in a grocery store. No, it isn't. <laughs> oh, that... that's a good point. I thought this was like a kitchen story, but no, this is a grocery store story. Yeah. Yeah, so the fact that those two could even get confused is uh, concerning, to say the least. <laughs> Very. <laughs> so let me set the scene. I've probably been working my overnight job for two years now. I've built up a semi as close as I get to a relationship of friends uh, in the store. And we just do dumbass shit sometimes. Like, there's no excuse for it. We're the overnight crew. We get we slack off. We do stupid shit because we can get away with it. Oh, yeah. Nobody wants to mess with the overnight guys because nobody wants to do their job. No, no one wants to do what we were doing. Our job sucked. Yeah, that's fair. Like, the nicest thing was, of course, not having people in the store. But mm. we also had a year where we had to wear masks in our store without any air any air conditioning or heating, so it was just miserable for all of us. But, yeah. Yeah, that sounds miserable. Oh, yeah. Eight hours in a mask with no air or heating? Yeah, that well, sucks. Well, you were working in a cooler, right? I did a 24-hour stream and my AC cut off halfway through. Oh, fuck you. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, you I just turned cooler, my though, camera right? off. I was, uh, at this point, we'd lost some people, so they were bouncing me around everywhere. Oh, that's the worst. When they're just like, all right, today we're going to have you do this, and then you show up the next day, and they're like, all right, we're going to have you do this instead today. And it's like, well, I'm not even trained on that. Oh, exactly. Like, so even if I wasn't in the cooler, they still expected me to pull the perishable truck when it got in. Yep. So, oh, so you were doing like three different people's jobs. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm pretty used to that with this place. We're always understaffed. We're always a skeleton crew. I get paid That's decent fair. enough that it doesn't bother me. You got paid decent That's... in retail? Yeah, it's like... Wild. Aren't you a manager now? I'm a lead. I don't get manager pay because of that little distinction there. Uh, yeah, I'm, it's the same thing at my store. Gross. I'm a sales team lead. Exactly. I. Uh, there's so also, like, I'm four people that work at your store. Yeah, but the fact that they call you a team lead when the only thing you do different is carry a key, it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to call you a title <laughs> to make you important. We're not going to pay you for the title, but we're going to give you these extra job responsibilities uh, that we're not going to train you on. They don't yeah. even, like, it's a small enough company that they don't even have, like, defined roles for what uh, the jobs are. They just give you a job title and expect microphone. you to know what to do. Oh, yeah, it's so fucked when they do shit like that. But, yeah, they made me a lead, and they're like, okay, so you're a lead in name, and you do get a little pay bump, but it's not like an actual lead pay bump. Yeah. (laughs) And you don't actually have any lead power. Dude, that sucks, then. (laughs) I don't know. My job's pretty great. They they just give you a title, I swear, it's for liability. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyways, say, oh, the supervisor was supposed to handle that. 
He yeah. has a story, Max. <laughs> Shut up down there. I'll fight you. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so this is still the way before I took over the lead thing, and I was still the overnight bitch. We called it the position, the bitch. The, Fair enough. The dairy bitch, the grocery bitch, whichever. You ended up being that night. May not at yeah, Hardy's the, the if newest, you worked. The newest grunt. Yeah. At Hardy's if you worked in the back and you worked like in the dish. It was literally on the cameras called the dish pit. Oof. You were the dish pit bitch. Not the dish pit bitch. <laughs> Anyways. Someone made that their gamer tag when they worked there. Uh, <laughs> oh, guaranteed. We know what we're. I am changing my name on Steam to that right now. <laughs> That's too much work. That's a lot of work. Uh, but anyway, so uh, I don't know how, how much you guys deal with pallets in your day-to-day life. Just, I have uh, quite a never. bit of experience from retail. Okay. But pallets splinter a lot and oh, shatter. They're made so badly. They, like, they're made of the worst materials. Yeah, they, they and then make white it from trash point moms. A to point B. And that's it. And then, and then white trash moms are like, "Hey, this would make a really good bench." <laughs> I know. He's not. My mom was one of those moms. He's not wrong. That that happens sometimes. Well, they're they aren't even like disposed of like in a fancy manner. Uh, at my store, we used to just, oh well, we're done with the pallets. Well, try and get them uh, out back in one piece, and if you can't, well, just chuck them out there, and we just throw them in the back of the store till the truck came to pick them up. Uh, we were made. We're made to stack all of the pallets up and then put them in the back of a trailer to return. I mean, they, I'm gonna be honest. They don't look too bad if you do the furniture with them correctly. But well, that's you have to you have to take them apart and actually put like yeah the way they're assembled. There's not enough holding them together. Uh, they're basically designed to uh, be held together by the forklift when you put the stuff away. Uh, and then by the time uh, they've made it to point B, they're holding up for however long it takes you to put them away. And mm-hmm. that's if you're lucky. They're Anyways, awful. they splinter and shatter. Yeah, and they splinter and shatter and all blood. that bullshit. And they, this particular day, they'd made what we basically called spears, which were perfect, mm. <laughs> perfect triangles. So me and some coworkers in the midst of mm. our fuckery pick up these spears and just chuck them into perfect water pallets <laughs> to, to bust some bottles of water no and after we do this maybe three or four times each we all go our separate ways i had the worst aisle that night which was condiments and as i'm stocking ketchup and mustard i realize I'm, there's red smears over everything i'm touching Oh, no. And I turn my hand over, and I have, like, gashed open my hand from chucking that wooden scrap spear. And, of course, there's oh, splinters was... in every side. And I didn't feel any of it. But, yeah. Hunter Hunter made a very good video on this over on his TikTok. I'm going to drop his TikTok again. On dial-up internet, he made a very good video about this where he said... You can tell you've gotten good at your job when you don't realize you've been cut until you see the blood. <laughs> yeah. So That's that just was with any small injury like that, though. That's how I learned what yeah. liquid band aid is. Oh, Dude, I God. learned what. 
So since this is a blood story, I can tell. I could probably tell this because I don't think we're ever gonna. This is our work stories episode. Mm-hmm. Um. So I used to work in like an. I. I got two actual kitchen jobs that sandwich Hardee's. Before Hardee's, I used to work in an Italian restaurant, and I was basically the the dish guy. I, I washed the dishes. But because we were also short-staffed, I also did the prep work. So I was the shoe chef, kind of. And Mario, my chef, which is hilarious because Italian restaurant, he's an actual Italian guy from Rome. Um, <laughs> Some of the Italian restaurants are actually run by Italian people, and they're really good food. Not Olive Garden. Anyways. Wait, um, really? No. There's not in a single Italian person in the Olive Gardens here. Oh, I thought the maybe only... that Florida would be the exception. No, the only... Yeah, so, like, they, they all go to mom and pop places. Uh, okay. Yeah, so over at this restaurant, I'm not going to name drop it because I actually kind of like that restaurant. Um, I was chopping onions and tomatoes for bruschetta. I think Ooh. it's like toasted to- toasted bread with yep. um, yeah. capers, onions, and tomatoes tossed in um, uh, olive oil and balsamic vinegar. On top of the toast. So I was chopping the onions and tomatoes for that. And the way this chopper is, if I can find a picture, I'll send it to Ace so you can put it in the post. But it's this base Mm -hmm. with a hash-like cutting surface. And then it's a thing that comes up and then goes down to push the things through these, like, literal literal crisscross blades. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It is horrifying. But I'm cutting it one day. And I had just oiled up the rods because it wasn't like it wasn't going down fast, like correct. It was sticking. So I just oiled up the rods and I guess I had gone up too far and missed one of the rods when I went down and my hand slipped right into the blade. Oh, and I thought, oh, I just got pinched. It's not that bad. So I went like this and I shook my hand and then blood splattered all over the prep table. And I go, uh, Mario. I just bled in your tomatoes. <laughs> and he oh, looks at it and he goes, oh, no. Um, go to go to Gene, our manager. He'll fix you up. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. And what's funny, <laughs> what's funny is it didn't hurt. You don't feel it in the Until moment. I sat down in the office and I was looking at it, blood pouring down my arm. I had literally had pressure applied to it. I had a, a towel wrapped around it because that's all I had because I had a towel on my apron um, strap because I put my apron in front of me so I could put a towel on my front side so I had something to like wipe my hands on or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's all I had. So I quickly wrapped my finger in that and I'm just holding it. And I go to Gene. I'm like, we need to do something about this. And there's actually... There's still, I don't know if the camera's going to pick it up, but there's still a scar on my, my pointer finger. Well, and I also have nerve knives. damage on my pointer finger. Oof. Those kitchen knives are really, really sharp, so it's very hard yeah. to notice a cut from a knife that sharp because you don't feel it cut you. That's a scary yep. thing about knives that sharp is you don't feel them cut you until it is already way too late. That's the horror the stories I hear part, about mandolins. The first part, the, the worst part about it, is I realized, I kid you not, like a couple days ago, the pinch that I felt wasn't from the cut. It was from the blade hitting my bone because it went to the bone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With those, and it was the, the blade. That sharp, that's normal. Oh, that's. Yeah, it oh. was the blade hitting my nerves on the way to the bone. Like I said, if I stretch my arm out, I might I lose feeling in the tip of my finger. Yikes. 
So I have nerve damage in my finger due to this slicer. Icky, no thanks. But, like, there was blood all over the place, and unfortunately we had to throw out. It was, like, an entire bag of tomatoes. We couldn't save it. I bled in it. Biohazard. So we threw them out. But that's what I learned what liquid Band-Aid is. That shit hurts. Oh, it oh, burns. Oh, especially on a cut that a deep. A lot. Oh, it burns. What did you say? Especially on a cut that deep. Like it's... Yeah, so we decided, my mom said, you got either got stitches or liquid Band-Aid. I'm like, I don't want to go to the doctor. That's a lot of work. I'll just do the liquid Band-Aid. I would have taken stitches. Oh, uh, yeah. What's funny, what's funny is when I was in the office with Gene, the one thing that I remember from this is I was telling him this time, like, oh, yeah, my dad got cut with something really bad. And you could tell it was really bad because his face turned white. And I was, like, making jokes about it. And then he goes, yeah, so we're going to put a Band-Aid on this. Hold on, let me get the finger condoms. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about the little finger cot you put over your finger. I'm like, oh holy God. shit, you're right. That does look like a condom. <laughs> oh, 100%. That's what it looks like. Now that now that you make that point, <laughs> I didn't even, like, connect that until now. Oh, God. You oh, ruined it for me. You, you finally found your size. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, maybe um, for but a yeah. like you. Homie. I'm bigger than you'll ever be. Anyways. <laughs> All right, um, you. Not in height. <laughs> but yeah, it it was, that's like one of my favorite stories to tell there because it's like, hey, this shit hurt, but it wasn't that bad. But I do remember we had the swinging doors and the way that I would stop the doors to like go into them is I'd put my hand out like this. And when you have a cut that deep on oh. your dominant hand, it hits it. And the first time it hit my finger, I kid you not. I cried because it sent a shockwave of pain all the way from my fingertip to my neck. Yeah, I wouldn't blame you for that one. Yeah. But no, that's, that, that's that, was, that was no fucking joke. That was one of the worst injuries I've had in like a kitchen setting. There was also another time where I guess a knife had fallen into a trash bag. Oh, fuck. And I went to put the trash... So it fell all the way to the bottom, and I went to go throw the trash bag into the trash can, and I grabbed it like this, and I like I grabbed it from both sides, and the knife had stuck through the trash bag, so when I grabbed it, the knife went into the palm of my hand, <laughs> and then I came in, I came in holding my hand, I'm like, Mario, I cut myself again, he goes, well... It's not the end of the week yet, so I kind of expected that to happen. It kind of just became a joke between him and I that by the end of the week, I was going to cut myself on something. <laughs> yeah, I kid that's... you not, at once a week, I'd walk out of that restaurant with a new Band-Aid on my hand. And that's why there's Sharps Disposals container. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, the Sharps knife... Disposal nobody containers. It, it was a fine knife. It, it wasn't damaged or anything. Nobody knew that it fell in there. Someone Because oh. for some reason they had the dish table that had all the dirty dishes on it right next to a fucking trash can. So this was a huge accident for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did they at least then get to keep the knife instead of throwing it out? Yeah, I pulled the knife out of the trash bag after it stabbed me. And I just like left it there because I'm like, it doesn't look damaged. Okay, so your hand was so at I went least to go a worthy sacrifice. You saved yeah. the money in the long run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely and I didn't sue the them. I don't think you that could sue nice them if you, you worked there. Uh, mm. If I was on the clock and if it was to stab me, if it was to stab me enough, I could have gotten workman's comp for it. Yeah, for but you don't have to sue scenario. for that. I wouldn't have. It, that was a nice rush. 
that is one of the only places I've worked at four different places, that restaurant, a movie theater, Hardee's and the current place I'm working at. I only worked at the movie theater for like a day because it was a second job while I was working at Hardee's. And then they said, yeah, your boss isn't working with us with your schedule. So we're going to have to fire you. <laughs> Damn. Which was fine. Cause it turns out that that movie theater job was awful dog shit because Hunter used to work there. And oh, he said I know the that that was the oh, yeah, worst no, place. Yeah. Too yeah, many mocks. Awful. Yeah. So I have a friend who's a manager there. Uh, and before they were a manager, uh, I believe they mentioned they were sleeping with their manager. Nice. Uh, oh. So all sorts of uh, lovely and awful things happen there. Uh, and I will say, yeah, so, uh, movie theaters are not what they seem behind the scenes. Yeah. Out of all of the places I've ever worked, that first place, that first Italian restaurant is one of the few places that i'd actually go back to you couldn't pay me a million dollars an hour to work at hardy's well yeah that's because at something. chains the people don't care about you yeah like, you're just another but the, the, the other restaurant uh, like yeah i was kind of treated like shit but i was also 16 yeah uh, yeah i would work at that place again in a heartbeat because that was actually a really cool job i got to eat good food i got to learn some stuff i learned how to cook from watching mario cook so you, um, you could have been job. the son he never had. <laughs> yeah. Apparently his daughter was like a... she She's a pop star in Italy or something like that. Like, she she has, like, an actual, like, good-paying job. Like, like it was... Yeah, it was a pretty cool job. I like that place. Yeah, the fuck you missing out on? You could have been part of this great adventure and become the main <laughs> character here. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, fire, they fired me because I was going to school, and they didn't like the fact that I could only work weekends. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Anyways, story two. I guess it's my turn. So this story <laughs> is called French Fries and More Rage. So um, once upon a time ago, we actually recorded a work stories episode for Filterless before Ace was the co-host. And we invited one of times. my friends on. <laughs> we invited one of my friends on. And this person was known to have rage issues. Like, he would get overwhelmed, something would happen, and he'd throw something. Or he'd just blow the fuck up. And one of my favorite stories was, he, he was a manager, so he was under a lot of stress. And it was him and I working on the grill. And someone up on the counter was being rude to one of the employees, so he stepped in, being the good manager that he was, and said some stuff. They said some stuff back. And he came to the back, already stressed, pissed off. I, I think that's what happened. I could be very wrong, but he's very pissed off from that. And I remember turning my back and then hearing him go, Motherfucker! Boom! Apparently, he had thrown a bag of hash browns on the ground. And it exploded. And there was hash browns all over the place. And the oh reason God. why is because the bag fell on him when he went to go grab a bag of french fries. Oh, shit. So, so this was, was like the funniest inanimate object hit me. Now I'm mad rage. Yes. I, that, and the funniest part, if you were to talk to him, if you were to talk to him and go, what happened? He doesn't remember. He remembers being angry. And then like, there's a gap in his memory. And then he remembers sweeping up hash browns off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> he threw the hash browns on the floor, saw the mess that he made. And that like humbled him. He got calm after that. And he looked so sad and defeated as he was sweeping up these hash browns. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. 
Because he's just like sweeping them and he's just like has his head down. He looks like he's about to cry. Getting well, Kat, you remember shit me like from uh, a couple years ago. Uh, and I, I used to have that same issue to mm. where I would. Uh, now, me, it wasn't necessarily like anger issues. Uh, I just kind of. I don't know. I was a little different back then. And I was just. But I, I would have that same thing where I would I would do something or I would say something and I wouldn't remember it at all. I would yep. just remember coming back and just being like, oh, I, my bad, or having to apologize for something that I didn't mm-hmm. remember. Uh, but yeah, do you remember? That was a big issue a couple of years ago. Yeah, I'm also one of those like really understanding friends. I'm like, dude, don't, don't worry about it. It's fine. Well, I thought you but used no. to hate me too. I mean, I did, but that's for different yeah, reasons. Yeah, that's fair. Um, another thing about this specific person at Hardee's, he used to work the drive-thru. And one day, I wasn't there for this. We had a group chat in sp- on Snapchat, so I saw the aftermath of this. Have any of you guys worked at, like, a cash register? Oh, yeah, yeah. that was my first job. That's my job So now. you know, you know how the tray that goes into the cash register that has, like, the coins and the bills is not part of the register. It can pull out. Yeah. So he went to go shut the register and he was already having a bad day apparently. And he went to go shut the register and there was a coin in the way and it stopped the register from shutting. Oh no. So he threw the tray at the ground (laughs) (laughs) and there was coins all over the floor. That's a good way to get fired. Um, another, another thing that, um, so there was this little shit that we used to work with and I'm going to name drop him because I hate him and I hope he dies. Um, (laughs) So Johnny used to put. Hey, wait, wait, he, wait, wait! How, put, how old was this person? The person raging or Johnny? Johnny. He's eighteen. Who the fuck goes by Johnny at eighteen? Yeah, like Johnny. Like, why not just go by John? Or <laughs> it's like John Jonathan. at that point, or Jonathan. Yeah, you don't They're, go by Johnny so, anymore. Because Johnny. he's a little shit. Um, but he. He used to put biscuits in the oven to heat them up because, like, we sold fried chicken at this Hardee's. So he'd put biscuits in the oven to heat them up. And he went through this phase where he thought it was hilarious to put biscuits in the oven and set the timer for 24 minutes and then just come back two minutes later. So uh, the, the person, my friend, who has the rage issues, already struggling today, um, walks over to the oven because he's going to put biscuits in because the timer hasn't gone off and they needed biscuits three minutes ago only to find out that there's two burned ass biscuits in the oven because Johnny did his thing where he set the timer for 14, 24 to 14 minutes and then forgot about them because we got busy. So Sean pulls the biscuits out hundred percent his fault. Um, I don't care if you believe his name, <laughs> but hundred um, percent his fault because he didn't use a, a heat towel. He used tongs, but the, sh- the tray fell on him, he burned his hand on the tray, and then he just threw the motherfucker at the ground. <laughs> and then cursed Johnny out. So he picks... well, Yeah, that, I feel like Johnny was being a little bit of a dick there. Yeah, yeah. just pick up the tray and hit Johnny with it. <laughs> yeah, while yeah. it's, while it's like, 400 degrees? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give him a bar to remember that day, by. He won't do no, that shit so, again. Um, Rackthol, Rackthol, who's one of my friends, we still hang out to this day. 
um, Johnny was pissing him off and we were holding on. When I say we, I wasn't working that day. They were holding on pickles. Like they needed pickles for a sandwich and they were really busy. No so Rack pickles. went to the fridge. Rackthole went to the fridge to get pickles. And then Johnny busts in the, the fridge door and goes, we're holding on Rack. He actually said his actual name and it, pissed Rackthole off so much he frisbee through like the pickles are in like a five gallon bucket he frisbee through the pickle like lid at Johnny's face and it hit him dead between the eyes and broke skin wait was it like one of those metal ones or was it plastic it was plastic okay I mean Rack was aiming for his throat Johnny almost died that day he's fucking gonna odd job him the accuracy though of still hitting him in the face I, I think Johnny, like, blocked or something and it hit his arm, but it broke skin. And Rack was aiming for his throat. <laughs> There's so many times where Johnny almost got one of us to kill him because he's that much of a piece of shit. How did he not get fired? Because he was buddy-buddies with the manager. We used to have the joke that oh, he was that sucking bitch. his... Was sucking the man... Yeah, that guy. Oh, there's always one. There's always one. He's actually now the general manager of that Hardee's, and I can't of wait for that Hardee's to burn down. Of fucking course. They what gave an eighteen-year-old the kit. They gave an eighteen-year-old the keys to their fucking fortune. What a scumbag. Um. Yeah. Anyways, on to the next story. Now that I'm thoroughly heated up about Johnny. Time. Johnny. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe that would be me if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. You're up. Yeah, so it, it, this would be Don't Climb Backwards, which <laughs> I is this a lovely lesson. story about ladder safety. <laughs> now, thankfully, nobody was injured uh, in this one. Uh, almost, but not quite. So, mm -hmm. uh, I worked in the back of the store. I was just a seasonal worker. So they had me doing, you know, manile tasks in the back of the store. Uh, for context, this was a, a woman's lingerie store. <laughs> oh, so yeah. I was like the only guy working there. So uh, lifting all of the heavy stuff went to me. And nobody would ever want to help me with it because I was the guy. I should just do that. And it, that wasn't like a spoken rule, but it was pretty well understood that they had heavy stuff. It was just kind of my job. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, they had these boxes of these new seasonal bags that they were getting in. And you wouldn't think it, but these boxes are really heavy. Because they're like, I'd say, maybe two-thirds of a meter by a third of a meter uh, length and width. So they're big boxes. Uh of just actually no they're probably a little bit bigger than that but they're just full of these bags and they probably weigh 10 20 pounds each and there's no way to get them up to the top shelf because even the normal store ladder could not reach that high oh no so uh instead of the regular store ladder being able to get up there you have to use the old ladder uh which has like three steps more but it's one of those ladders to where the steps aren't, e like, the bottom steps aren't even anymore. So the ladder wobbles when you're on it. Oh. And the boxes are so big that you can't carry them up the ladder normally. 
So the normal procedure is to have somebody on the ground hand you the boxes while you're on the ladder so you can put them up top. That makes the most sense. But nobody else was in the back, and my manager basically said, hey, I need this done in the next 20 minutes. Oh, one of those. Yeah. Oh, a timed Which, task. Do this impossible task. I will I need say, it done now. Uh, lovely management. I, I loved working there. It was a great place. Of course uh, you loved working there. You got to... Never mind. <laughs> no, but it was, it was a very nice place to work. It was just uh, not the not the best place in terms of ladder safety. So I was climbing up my the ladders, uh, this old rickety ladder, backwards with a 20-pound box sticking out three feet in front of me. Oh, this. Uh, and the first time doing this, I got about halfway up the ladder and had to chuck the box forward uh, to counterbalance myself because I began leaning forward a bit to the point of I knew, like, you know that moment right before you fall to where you know you're falling? Oh, absolutely. And there's almost mm-hmm. nothing you can do. About, it's like time slows down. Yeah. I like a quick time event, IRO. And I was like five feet off the ground at that point. So I was only halfway up the ladder. I hit that moment. I chuck the box forward and just grab onto the ladder and like lean back as far as possible and barely don't fall. But uh, somebody came in the back and they're like, what was that? And I'm like, oh, no, it's nothing. Because obviously now I have to play it off. Like, I didn't just almost <laughs> fall face first off of a ladder. You didn't uh, almost eat shit. <laughs> yeah, Ace because then the managers the uh, would have had to write up that report. And uh, there's no workers comp because I'm very clearly in violation of every single ladder safety rule. Oh, yeah. Even though there's no way I'm even able to do the job without doing it. What is it like face forward, three points of contact? Yeah, three points of contact. And, like, I had to have... So, like, these boxes are... You have to have two hands on them at each time. Oh, yeah. And you can't have, like, your hands underneath them. You have to have your arms outstretched, holding the sides of the box. So it's just not not the best thing to be doing. But other than that, the job was great. It's just, (laughs) uh, do not work retail if you are expecting uh, OSHA compliance or any form of safety because you're not getting it no yeah the most sketch stuff happens and climbing a ladder backwards is probably uh one of the safest things i've done in retail i think we me and my coworkers literally at one point were like riding the electric pallet jacks and i was on the (laughs) end of it going in a world of osha violations Oh yeah, it's <laughs> it's the most fun time, but uh, it is it is not safe in any way, shape, or form. No, I mean I've I've never worked retail. I've literally only worked don't. kitchen my entire life. Don't it's just don't. No, if if I if I quit this job, when I quit this job, because I don't intend on being at this nursing home my entire life. That sounds like hell. Um, they don't pay me enough. Uh, hmm. They never would. My next job will no longer be in a kitchen. <laughs> so. Just don't go retail. I Ever. mean, honestly, Just, I plan on moving out of state, so re- um, I'm not going to complain. If I'm offered a retail job and they pay me enough to pay my rent, then 
I'm gonna do it. Don't okay. If you have to work retail, do not work for a major chain. Do not. Because that is where the worst stuff happens. Because there's the most negligence from the managers. I, I don't. Uh, I don't doubt it. No. Yeah. Uh, only bad. reason I work where I do and I stayed there is the union. Mm, we our, didn't have a union. Our union protects our ass like you wouldn't believe. Anyways, uh, part-time seasonal workers don't get unions. No, 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 they don't. No, no, no. I'm, I am who's, full-time. Whose turn is it? It's, I believe it's, it's yours. It's it's mine now. Yours. Yeah. Okay, Ace, your turn. Uh, before that, I just was that you. Uh, did you listen to the first episode of Filterless, the very first one? Max. Max. Oh yes. Okay, so you know how my latter experience went then. Oh yeah, no, that was that was great. <laughs> Double fist and Gatorades. Double fist and Gatorades. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so I'm I'm all too familiar with climbing ladders the way you're not supposed to. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's definitely a skill. <laughs> so I don't think any of my work listens here, so I'll just go ahead and name drop the company I work for, which is I work for Kroger. The the grocery store, not the hardware store, because apparently there's a Kroger hardware store out there somewhere. There is? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I didn't know that, but apparently. Apparently, okay. Uh, but yeah, I work at Kroger, and this story is called the Kroger First Annual Smash Brothers Competition. Doesn't sound so bad. Oh no, this is this is great, but it's in violation of probably every fucking rule in the book. Ah, rules are made to be broken. Exactly. But, I said uh, something similar. You said this very similarly. I think when I was talking about fisting android girls. Yep. I haven't gotten to that episode. <laughs> That's that was the episode that was dropped today. That's, no, it was today. Was it today? It was. It was today's. I believe it was today's, yeah. It's either it was either today's <laughs> or the one that we dropped middle of the uh, week because relevancy. But yeah, so this is like a few weeks after the new Smash Bros came out, and you know the Switch is a super portable system. Instead of uh, doing our jobs, we'd occasionally just go meet on different aisles, tuck the Switch under a shelf, and play a round of Smash Bros. <laughs> See, that's so much more wholesome than something that happened at Hardee's. And then my manager walked around and saw us doing it, and he just looked at us, and he said, Guys, you gotta at least do it outside the cameras. Like... <laughs> yeah. He's like, you gotta get, like... <laughs> Let me show you where the cameras aren't. <laughs> well, okay, does Kroger have, like, those shelves that you put the pallets up onto for the extra product? Uh, we have that in certain areas, but not all our shelves. It's just the water. Okay, because the best thing to do is you get up up behind some of those pallets, and you create, like, a little box fort back there, and that's where you go to avoid the management and do the stupid stuff. Yeah, we had one dude who was tasked with watching overnight, and he didn't want to do it. He was the only one who was made to do it for a year. He had to agree to do it for a year, so he didn't give a shit what you did. Uh, so it's just overnight crew fucks around while the guy who's there supposed to be watching them is probably also just fucking around. Yep. Or he, just on his phone. Yeah, he stayed upstairs on his phone his and office. on his... He played Minecraft on his iPad. 
That's what yeah. he. What a guy. That's what he loved to do. He was a great guy. Y'all got any job openings? <laughs> always. Oh my God, we always have job openings. We can't keep people. How's the? How's yeah, the out of state? Huh? <laughs> how likely would I be able to get one out of state? <laughs> Depends how quickly you can get in state. This is true. But yeah. That's also how I learned to hate Jigglypuff, because we had a coworker who was really good with Jigglypuff, and it pissed us all off. I'm uh, really good with Samus. Hate Jigglypuff? Uh, you should see me play Kirby. Oh, really? I, <laughs> Let's just say I have a habit for appearing out of nowhere, uh, and just slamming down on top of you and sending you to the ozone layer. Oh my god, no. Yep. I I'm got really, really good. good with Corrin. And no one knows how to defend against Corrin, so it always ended really well for me. I learned uh, Kirby 2 in the, the game that I think they came out before Smash Bros. When I was like 5 or 6. Mm-hmm. Melee. When Kirby was really overpowered. Oh, yeah. That uh, was on the so Wii, I learned right? tips and tricks. Yeah, that was on the Wii. That was Brawl, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, that was... Yeah. Uh, was it Brawl? Yeah, it was Brawl. Yeah, Brawl yeah. Kirby was a beast. Mennonite was even worse. But Yo, I get fucking Pikachu. Pikachu was pretty overpowered in Brawl. I mained Pikachu in Brawl, and now I mained Samus in Ultimate. No, but, but did you ever win the Smash Bros. competition? Or? Oh, God, no. I probably came in fourth and third, but I could never beat those other two who, I guess, no-lifed the game. That's fair. Because it always ended there's up being always, between them. One. Like we all we all got so pissed at one guy always winning because we were like anytime he brought the switch it was like hey you guys want to play we're like no fuck that guy <laughs> no we don't yeah, fuck you we can't win we'll play but not with you <laughs> exactly he's like hey I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a handicap and me and him are gonna go play <laughs> I'll give you a handicap I'll use someone I never used before masters him on the first round yeah that's exactly how this shit happens it's yeah like, I'll play somebody I've never played before it then brings out Kazia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that was the only time we did bring out the Switch again is whenever a new DLC fighter was announced because we stopped playing it as much at work, especially when the holidays got busy. Uh, yeah. yeah, but it was uh, I gave you guys uh, a few a variety of stories here, you know, <laughs> accidents that weren't my fault, accidents that were my fault, and just a good memory of breaking rules at Kroger. Mine are all accidents that were my fault. <laughs> Just kidding. So this this last one, it probably has my favorite story title in the history of doing this podcast. It is called The Crackhead and His Invisible Friend. Oh so uh, I know me. for a fact I have told this story to a bunch of people. And I also know for a fact I haven't told the story on the podcast. I don't think so, I've heard this one. I don't think you have either. So... Um, it was one of those days, this was back when I was working at Hardy's. It was one of those days where it's super slow. So Sean and I were watching the cameras in the office because we had nothing to do. All of our stuff was cleaned. We were literally just waiting for people to come in and get sandwiches. And we saw these two people walk in and one of them walked in holding like a, a selfie stick and he was recording and it seemed like it was like a YouTube vlog type thing. And then he puts the camera down. Which was his phone. He props. He puts. It was one of those selfie sticks. It was like a really nice one that had tripod. And he put the camera down, and then started chatting up our manager. 
And we're like, uh, it's just this super annoying guy. And then the bu- the guy he walked in, the guy that he walked in with, is this really tall white guy, like really, really tall. Who you wish you could be. Watched his buddy go to the manager and start chatting up the manager and then started putting gloves on. And Sean and I looked at oh. each other and went, we're about to get robbed. <laughs> That's what's happening right now. We're about to get robbed. <laughs> so we started yeah, like kind of freaking out. out. Not good. Yeah. So we started kind of freaking out, like kind of on edge, like, Hey, we're ready to call the cops if something happens, but we'll wait it out and see what happens. And then the guy looks at the menu, looks at his buddy and then takes the gloves off. And we're like, okay, what the fuck is happening? I go and make the guy's sandwich and whatnot. He goes and sits down. Apparently in the span it took me to make the sandwich, this dude took his gloves off and put them back on 16 times. Then he goes to the table, sits down, puts his gloves in the middle of the table. Meanwhile, his buddy is chatting up our manager. And then he starts talking to the gloves. Oh, yeah. The gloves The gloves will definitely have a conversation back. Well, the thing is, as the name implies, we that Hardee's is situated on the good part of the area that I live and the bad part of the area that I live. They came from the bad part. So that guy was most definitely on drugs. Oh, yeah. Well, where that Hardee's was, probably half the people around there were on drugs. Yes, they were either on drugs or homeless. Or both. both. Um, There was actually three separate occasions where someone overdosed on heroin in the bathroom. I believe it. That would be surprising, but knowing where that Hardee's is, uh, (laughs) not at all surprising. Uh, But yeah, so... Not shocked. So, what's crazy is then it gets to the point where this the guy that was chatting up our manager... Starts getting a little rowdy. He starts cursing. We don't really care, but there's this older couple and what I assume is like their grandkid also eating. And he starts cursing. So the grandma, I'm assuming, or just really old mom, the the lady that was watching the kid was like, hey, could you calm down with the cursing? There's a child here and he doesn't need to be hearing the foul language. And then the dude posted up trying to fight the grandma. Of course. Oh yeah. So he got no, no, with or without the gloves. <laughs> oh no, this was this was the dude that was chatting up our manager. He didn't have the gloves. Ah. Uh. So he starts posting up trying to fight the grandma. Long story short, he gets kicked out of the store. The dude comes back three months later without his buddy. Turns out he's trying to start a YouTube channel, <laughs> and he was coming into the store to see if our hot sauce was really hot or something. It was like doing like challenge videos with the hot sauce. I'm like, dude, you posted up with a fucking grandma. You want hot sauce? So I went to the back and got my jar of um, habanero barbecue sauce. I'm like, here, hot sauce. That shit was no joke. That that was really spicy stuff. Oh really? Hmm. But no. The worst part is that wasn't the first time something like that has happened, but it's the most memorable one because the dude putting the gloves on, Sean and I were like, we're about to get robbed. Yeah. We are You're about to get all going to die. About to go shoot up in the bathroom. That is what I would expect. Yeah. Yeah. It, 
it was it was genuinely like a little like scary because this dude put gloves on while his buddy was chatting up the manager. Have any of us worked maintenance? Mm, I mean, not I've officially. Never, my job title has never officially been maintenance, but I've worked retail. So, so I guess I'm just the lucky duck who's always managed to weasel my way out of having to deal with that problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank fuck. But anyways, um, who is next? I guess it's you, Max. Yeah. Right. Close us out here, Max. Your last story. Oh yeah. So uh, this is gonna kind of take you guys back to the first story, but. Uh, this story is called Opening Day. Uh, it took place on the opening day of my new store because with this company, uh, it's a smaller company, so they were opening a new store in the mall. Uh, okay. I still work there, so I'm not going to name drop them. Uh, really cool but... store, by the way. Eh. <laughs> uh, the, the, it's overpriced. They're making like 85% profit margins on everything, at least. Fuck. They're... They're, they're selling $5 t-shirts for 33 Of course. They're so, good t-shirts, though. I own one. It's a nice t-shirt. It's really comfortable. Not worth 32 Not worth $35. But, I'll tell you yeah. what is worth $35. Filterless, filterless merch, merch on Filterless Fits. <laughs> Link uh, yeah, down go, in the go description go the below. Anyway, sorry. We got some stuff in the works. Oh yeah, just this the shameless plug in the middle of the story. I always forget. <laughs> it is good merch though. Uh but so now this is opening day and it's not as busy as you would think. Uh cuz it was during the week, it was a weekday so it's not that bad. But uh, it gets to be the end of the day and of course, I'm on I'm on the closing crew. Uh it's just me and my manager. And so we're closing out the store, and as usual, somebody comes in when there's, like, two minutes left to close, and they just start talking to the manager and just standing there. And this happens to be a father with two kids. So he has this, uh, his younger daughter, who's probably, like, three or four, you know, old enough to be walking around and talking, but not, like, grown up yet. Uh, and then he has a small baby in his arms. And... Uh, store's already supposed to be closed. And while he's talking with the manager, this kid just starts peeing all over the place. Oh. The the older daughter or the the kid in his arms? No, the baby in his arms. So it's down the front of his shirt, onto the carpet, puddling on the wood floors that had just been freshly painted. I mean, we're talking like this kid must have not gone to the bathroom for a couple hours. Oh, no. I mean, like, the bottom half of this dad's shirt is just completely soaked. Did he notice? Oh, yeah. No, he started, like, profusely apologizing, but it was very clear from his demeanor, like, this was not the first time this had happened. Oh, uh, no. He was, he was pretty uh, unfazed by it, but he was, like, profusely apologizing. He was like, here, I'll help you clean up. Uh, and I went and got some paper towels. Uh, and immediately handed them to my manager because I was getting paid, what, $12 an hour? I was not getting paid to deal with that. You weren't getting paid piss money. Yeah, which <laughs> uh, I know some states have different minimum wage, but uh, where I work in Florida, that is minimum wage. Oh. So. Minimum yeah. wage isn't. Is it 12 now? Uh, I think it just got bumped up to 12, yeah. 
I haven't been paid. It might have been like eleven or eleven forty-five then, but basically, I was making barely minimum wage or a little bit over it. So I was not getting paid to clean up baby pee on the first day of this store being open. Yeah. Especially ever ha- after having been there the entire day. I yeah, wanted to go home, fair. and I couldn't go home until the store was closed, and we were already supposed to be closed. So I was already supposed to be clocked out, so I just hand my manager these paper towels. Uh, he helps clean it up. I start getting the store ready to close. Uh, and it was just... As, oh, it, yes, should, the as it should be. The store was christened by the piss baby. <laughs> I mean, at it's least like the dude was, like, bottle. at least the dude, like, knew. Like, that dog dude genuinely pissed me off. And I didn't even work at that store. The fact that this dude walks into the store with a dog, and the first thing the dog does is sniff and pisses on a crate, genuinely pissed me off. And he didn't even I'm buy like, anything. No, the dude walked in, complimented the store, chatted up this person to see if they'd let his dog and their dog meet so they could fuck. And then left, complimenting the store. Walks in the store, dog pisses, compliments store while dog pisses, goes to chat up another customer about their dogs sleeping together because for some reason he wanted that. Uh, Goes to chat up the manager, again mentions how nice the store is that his dog pissed on. Meanwhile, the manager uh, is trying to deal with the fact that the dog just pissed in the store and he can't say anything about it. I'm cleaning it up and then he leaves. I must have missed the part about this guy being a dog breeder. <laughs> we oh had no, he was. Five minute segment on that. Yeah, he was chatting up one of the other. Uh, that, that's why I knew that the the that it was a it was purebred because this dude oh, was like talking to another person. Off. Yeah, the person was like, "Yeah, I also have a, a husky." He goes, "Oh, is it purebred?" Because I remember. Piss. And they go, "Yeah," and they go, "Is it female?" And they go, yeah, fixed. And they go, yeah. He's like, never mind. I was, I'm trying to find someone so we could breed the dog. Oh, like, okay. Not a conversation you have in a no, store. No, that's not Meanwhile, a conversation was... you have with strangers. Well, I mean, okay. Uh, with purebred dog owners, it's actually fairly common because of how expensive. Like, I have a purebred French bulldog, and that dog was upwards of $2,000. And that was a deal. Yeah, that is a deal. They are purebred dogs, uh, for anybody who doesn't own a purebred dog and doesn't know how much they cost uh you're looking at a couple thousand dollars for even small dogs upwards to ten i have a purebred husky i'm assuming it's way more than that yeah i have a purebred uh doberman you want to know how much i paid for him nothing he was free he almost died (laughs) well yeah but he was the runt of the litter and also the only survivor of the litter so everything's free if you just take it for ones with paperwork and like proper documentation and all of that, from AKC. everything's free for me. That's a prop. You're a prop. Says the my two prop foot broke. three one. What? Hey, he got taller. Oh, what is he? Two foot five now. It was like one foot I, one last time we did. One this. four. Spray paint him blue and put a white hat on him, and he's still a Smurf. <laughs> Play. <laughs> we live, we love. Yeah, I was like, life. play the song. <laughs> Smurf play cat. Aces Smurf starting cat. Some music. <laughs> but yeah, it that dog that dog owner pissed me off. He's you, you like you make other dog owners look bad by doing shit like that. Well, okay, if you're bringing a dog that's not a service dog into a mall, anyways, you're already one of those people. 
that nobody likes, but nobody wants to say anything because it's a social situation. Yeah. But, like, uh, just a PSA for everybody listening. I don't care how much you love your dog. Don't bring it into a store. Uh, the workers aren't paid enough to deal with that. We don't want to clean up after your dog. If you're not going to the vet or the groomers, leave your dog at home, please. Well, the dog is okay. Unless it's a service animal. The dog is okay if it's service. Service animal, ESA is acceptable as long as the dog is trained. If you know that your dog is going to walk into some place and then hike its leg at the first tall thing it sees because it thinks it's a tree... Do not bring the dog anywhere except for the vet or the groomer. If it's a well-trained dog and it's not going to piss all over the place, that's different. Yeah, Bruh. if your dog has been professionally trained for social situations and stores and stuff like that, it's fine. You know, service animals and even emotional support animals get professional training. But if you're yeah. just bringing your dog because, oh, it's my baby and I love it so much, like, we get you love your dog, but please... Leave that at home. We we're not paid enough to deal with your dog. We're not paid to we deal get with that. that you love or your the dog. Complaints that we get no. for it. <laughs> we get that we love your dog, or we get that you love your dog. We do not. <laughs> we yeah, do and not. we would love to see your dog, uh, at places where the dog is supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. We love dogs, just not at work. I think eh. that's a fair statement. I'm not huge on dogs. I don't like big dogs. They're scary. Well, that's because you're their height. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> if, if I go blind, I'm getting a seeing eye emu. Yo, that would be amazing. <laughs> Just like, are you really blind? Gets kicked by an emu. <laughs> no, I wouldn't even kick Anyways, you. Anyways, um, guys, any have any closing stories? Uh, there. I guess I have a quick one. Just like. I think I text you when this happened that someone took a shit oh. in our frozen food section. Oh? Yeah. Yep. And we checked. I, the... I, honestly, I never had that problem before. I hadn't either. This is a first for me. Uh, this was a crazy day all around, honestly, because we had to call the police for something later on, too. But we watched the cameras, and there's this old woman walking through the aisle. And then she stops for a second and shakes her leg, and out comes just a pile of shit, and she keeps walking. Oh, that oh, that reminds damn. me of a story. Go for it. Uh, uh, it's it's not related to work. I, I'll have to tell it another time. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh my god! An actual a guest host that actually stays on topic. Holy shit! <laughs> Look, I'm a little special, but I'm not overly special. Well. Yeah. And I uh, sometimes the last thing I'll bring up is uh, I also used to work overnight at Walmart. That did not last long. Uh, fuck Walmart it's and Walmart. everything they stand fuck for. Walmart, yeah, dude, Walmart is one of those places that's like, holy shit! Those people do not get paid enough to deal with the shit that they're no, no, they don't they deal with. But like, a woman offered Walmart, me uh, sexual favors for the right to shoplift from us. And oh, I yeah. happily declined because she clearly looked like a meth head. <laughs> well, and always remember, uh, if she's offering, you're not the only person she's offered no, to before. No, no. And I would not trust that. I was also married at that point and I had no interest. So, I'm good. Yeah. Oh, all good. I'm married. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, just, uh, just a piece of advice. 
don't. Don't. Just don't. Don't. We just we do different like, thing, <laughs> but don't don't take sex from customers. I like Walmart. I'm just gonna put it out there. I like Walmart. The one in my area, it's a nice Walmart. But I'm Is also one of those people. I understand the bullshit that those employees go through, so I'm extra nice to them. Yeah. Walmart because bathrooms are like ninety percent cum. When what? I go to retail stores, I just kind of try and, like, ignore the employees as much as possible because yeah. I know they don't want to deal with me. They just uh, want to do their job and go home. They're just there to do their job and go home. That's it. And so the less I look and talk to them, the better off their day is going to be. And, you know, if they overhear a conversation between me and my friends and have a good laugh, like the one time I was at Walmart, uh, you know, that's fine. You know, they're having a good laugh. Everybody's fine. But other than that... I'm just going to leave them alone because they're not paid enough to deal with me and they don't, they just want to go home. I'm one of those people that'll only go up to a retail person. Really, this is more of just social anxiety, but I'll only go up to them if I'm like genuinely struggling. I don't know where this thing is. That's why I have every retail app on my phone. I'd rather. (laughs) Yeah. See, that's the thing. I get the apps and I'll just look up what aisle it is on my phone. Yep. And then I'm like, okay, I don't need anyone's help. I've got this. (laughs) So and I went to um <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I went to a Home Depot. This is this this is a quick story. It's just a really funny um it was a really funny like employee employee conversation. So I'm like aimlessly wandering around at seven o'clock at night looking for a hacksaw for a, a YouTube project. <laughs> and I don't know where the fuck these hacksaws would be. I thought I knew, I couldn't find them, and I'm wandering around, you know, like that. You guys work in retail. Well, Ace will have a... I guess Max would have this too. But you guys know those people that don't know what they're looking for because they're looking at the aisle names and like what's in the aisle, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was doing that. So someone, one of the employees stops me. He's having a conversation with one of his coworkers. He goes, can I help you find anything? I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to find a hacksaw. He goes, yeah, I think we have... I think we have those. Let me look at look it up. And his, his coworker goes to buy he goes no to rent dumbass <laughs> i'm like honestly that was the most like relatable situation i have ever seen happen before my eyes that was awesome <laughs> oh that shit that's long story really short i got my hacksaw okay well that's good huh? and then that's... i never finished that video yeah, yeah. but yeah that wraps up the video or... hmm? the video yeah you motherfucker! That wraps up the uh, the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. This has been filterless. Uh, Ace socials, socials. We socials. have those. We have an Instagram yeah. filters podcast, Twitter the filters PC, and TikTok the filters podcast, as well as a Gmail that you could send topics to filterless topics at gmail.com. You could be the first. Don't you want to be the first? Yeah. Just if you guys have a problem with the topics that we bring up, let's see you do better. Are you tired of a tier list of the best mascots to fuck? You could do something about that. What about you, Cat? What do you got for us? So you can find me at Dr. Cat. You can find me by typing in Dr. Catatonic in your search bar at YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You'll find me. I'm the dude wearing the mask and sunglasses, maybe a suit and tie. 
I don't know. I know TikTok's like that. Hey, you'll find me there. Uh, what about you, Ace? Uh, you can find me just about anywhere you type Ace of Shame, but specifically we'll focus on Twitch, Twitter, and TikTok. Why not? He's plugging the TikTok this time, guys. Yeah, because that's because oh, I wow. gave up on the Instagram. <laughs> that's fair. Fair. Um, and Max, you got anything uh, you want to plug? Or not yet? I Not yet. I'm, I'm working on some stuff, but... Go to my uh, Discord. I, I gave him per- Go to my Discord. I gave him permission to plug his shit once he gets his stuff pig- figured out. And you might I be able to plug be, it on a on another Discord here soon. Do you want to announce that this episode or next? I'll go ahead and announce it. Uh, there's a filterless Discord now. Woo! The official one. We'll start. It's it'll be in the link tree of this episode and if you're already in cats discord i'm probably going to drop the invite there soon so yep Woo! the official filterless discord isn't that awesome. great but yeah um i hope you guys enjoyed and like i said this has been filterless uh max hit us with an outro 9 was just dominoes goodbye everyone <laughs> go fuck yourselves <laughs>